0: I'd like to start with the following statement. A music promoter is someone who will publicize, promote upcoming local and national live events and concerts. He or she will also organize the events, book the band or bands, and advertise in a way to bring in as many people as possible, which in turn will bring in profits. The music for this episode comes from the jazz group Phase 2, live in Anaheim. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hi and welcome to Musicians Real Talk. I'm your host Glenn Douglas. Musicians Real Talk is a podcast which serves to provide life stories and information about musicians performing in and around the Washington, Maryland and Virginia area. Understand musicians, we arrive at the job, we exchange greetings, we perform, we pack up and eventually we go our separate ways. Rarely do we engage in our life stories or share in conceptual devices which contribute to us doing this thing called music. The Musicians Real Talk podcast aims to fill that void. My guest today, many in the DMV area recognize him as someone who is known for producing concerts, most notably tribute shows. He has produced shows covering the music of Motown, Teddy Pendergrass, Phyllis Hyman, Nita Baker, and the list goes on and on. They say success breeds haters, and he has his share of them. I see him as one of the hardest-working individuals in the music industry in the DMV area. He works tirelessly promoting shows, but also the Braincore Entertainment brand. In our conversation today, we will learn who is Robert Smoot. How did he get into concert promotions? We will also take a look at why tribute shows are so popular. He is the face, heart, and Solar Brincore Entertainment. Everyone, welcome to the Musicians' Real Talk Podcast, Robert Smooth.
1: Hey, hey, thank you, Glenn. Thank you for having me, man. It's it's an honor. (laughs) It's an honor. Tell my side of the story. Yeah,
0: there you go, man. That's what we want. (laughs) We want to hear your side of the story, man. So, um, Robert, how did you get into this thing called music?
1: Well, believe it or not, I started in an internet chat room, um, and we had a meeting greet here in the washington dc area and a guy came to me and uh he was wowed by the meet and greet that i put together and he said man he said uh this is awesome he said you ever thought about making money doing this and i was like making money nah man i'm just trying to meet some girls <laughs> 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 so i was hanging out with him and um it was just about like maybe about 13 years ago and um that's when, I believe, American Idol first came out. And I was watching Fantasia and them do their thing. And then I he, I actually went to with him to an event that WHUR was hosting with Lorna Newton. Uh, I forgot the name of the club, but I saw this young lady sing. And I was like, gee, you can really, truly sing? I said, do you have a manager, a CD? She said, no. I said, what? So then I said, well, you know... I really like what's going on So I shadowed the guy shadowed the uh, WHUR And saw a lot of the uh, open mics I believe it was an open mic And um, so what happened was I had a uh, I used to go to the, the what was the place it was called the bed 1700 It was my little oh, okay, I can't remember, high, high yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, Back I in at, the day I was at uh,
0: uh,
1: Crystal City Crystal City, yeah, Gateway mm-hmm. Marriott mm-hmm. So you know Me being uh, single at the time you know, I decided I would. Uh, I wanted to be in jazz, and phase two was like Adrian Norton and those guys. Oh, yeah, Shout out yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was my buddies coming up, so I used to go over to Jasper's to see them perform. So I said, "Man, this is a nice little lounge over here in Crystal City. Why don't we bring some jazz over there?" So they allowed me to come in, and that's when I really got into the music thing. So the first day I had a successful event, and then a guy came up to me. Um, and said, hey, man, you ever thought uh do you know how big your following is? I said, following? I said, dude, that just started this. He said, man, they're on the uh, commuter buses talking about this jazz spot over in Crystal City. I'm like, really? So that's how I really got into it. Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Wow, wow. Well, it, it, chasing girls, huh? Chasing girls. How about that?
1: <laughs> I just love that laid back thing, and I knew, well, see, here's the kick Glenn. A lot of people said, "Man, you know, you in PG County. Your fan base, you know, your friends are in PG County. Anybody gonna come over in Virginia? They're not gonna cross the line." I said, "Oh, they're not." I said, "All these wow. fine women over here." <laughs> hey, I <laughs> that have money. Hey,
0: man, hey Robert, if you can get women to come out, the guys,
1: yeah, yeah, the guy, the guys, will the guys, guys gonna come. Yeah, the guys gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's yeah. how I really okay. got started,
1: Glenn. Okay, freak nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so Robert, at what
0: point uh, did you begin to believe that music promotions was
1: something that you wanted to do? Well, I was in the federal government. I've been doing an IT process for years, for years as a project manager. So I got bored. And then I counted the dollars and you know, the time that I spent there, you know, spending all these these hours to get to work and looking at the numbers and things like that. And I said, well, you know, I kind of like this music thing. So then I started doing my, my financials and looking at, you know, ten dollars. If I get, you know, a hundred people, that's a thousand dollars. If I do three times, that's three thousand dollars. So I figured that, you know, and then it didn't work that way starting out but it was just a concept that I said if I really put something together and make it nice, then people will come out and support the brand and what we try to do. So that's how I really got into it.
0: Okay, okay. So what is Brincore Entertainment?
1: Brincore Entertainment, well, Brincore stands for Brent and Corey, who's my sons. And I want to leave them a legacy in the music industry. So, you know, I've you know, I was thinking about, okay, what do I call my company? Uh, so I thought about Nike, you know, a brand. There's not too many Brincor companies out there. Right. I believe right, there's okay. one in Japan that says Brincore and actually they reached out to me. But <laughs> outside of that, there's not many Brincol, So I wanted to be that, um, that company that is probably one of the top companies in the music industry and in promotion out of the DMV. So that's how that got started
0: so what is the Corps entertainment mission statement
1: well basically our mission is to provide quality entertainment to everyone you know uh, whether it's comedy whether it's uh, music whether it's events more of a soul of an event planning and a lot of people don't know they just think I'm a music promoter but no I do a lot of event planning too from weddings and oh other okay places as well, okay. okay services.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's cool, man. Hey, Robert, uh, can you give us the positives and the negatives of your very first promoted event?
1: Now, my first concert, believe it or not, was with uh, Art Sherrod. Shout out to Art um, uh, They first came off of the, um, what it was phase two in Art Charade was at the Capitol Jazz Festival. Okay. And, um, uh, it was the, I believe it was the upcoming artist. So, what happened was, uh, I asked Art, I said, hey, Art, can you come down and perform for me? Because, you know, I was following him. I was one of his fans and things like that. So I believe the venue was called Cotter Vez down in Washington, D.C. I remember, I remember Cotter Vez. So yeah. I ended up booking the place, paying Art, and I was wowed by the people who came out. So, you know, I believed in, you know, getting a cards. You remember, we didn't have social media back then the way we have it now. Right, so right, it was more right. the word of mouth. You know, calling people, telling people, come on out. And uh, Cadavera was my first venue, and I learned a lot. I lost money, of course, yeah. <laughs> as we always do. But I always looked at it as far as the reaction from the people. When the people come out and say, "Man, I had a great time," that's when I started to say, "Okay, this thing is going to work." Yeah. And I and I did a, I did my little research and my little business plan, and I compared it to all of the big concerts out there. And things on that line I'm going to step back One time I was dating this young lady And I actually went to uh, Wolf Trap Okay And I, mm-hmm. I forgot who the artist was. I think it was Boney James and Kim And I looked out in the audience I said, well, I paid $50 for me and my girl So that was like a $100 at the time
0: Okay To uh-huh. sit on the lawn yeah,
1: To sit on the lawn, that's right And we were at the edge of the lawn and the seats So we got good seats But I started looking at the numbers and walking to Wolf Trap, I saw buses coming in and things. It's like, wait a minute, there's something about this concert promotions that could really work. So I looked at um all of the uh, venues, the Blues Alley, the Capitol Jazz Fest, um a lot of the venues that had entertainment and I did my uh, SWOT analysis and I looked at it from the standpoint that hey, you know what? Um Maybe I do it on a small scale. I just want to pay my bills. Okay,
0: okay, yeah, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. I, I just hear want you. to pay
1: my bills, so that's how I really, really got into that uh, marketing promotion. A lot of the negatives is, is is it's the unknown. You know, you don't know whether tickets are going to sell. You don't know whether you're going to do good. But everybody right, assumes, right. oh, you a concert promotion? He's making a lot of money. That's so far from the truth.
0: So, Robert, what are some of the expenses or, or overhead expenses that you need to take care of when you when you're putting on a production?
1: I mean, because you know the venues have to eat. You know, you get a lot of pressure from the uh, from the venues because a lot of venues don't even promote. They'll give you the space. Oh, of course. So you got to cover the band, the sound, the marketing, all of that stuff before the entertainment even hits the stage. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of. It.
0: Sounds like you wear a lot of hats, and with a lot of hats come a lot of pressure.
1: Exactly, that's the main thing. And a lot of people don't see that pressure that comes down. And I've started a lot of venues around the the DMV like that, you know, where I just took a risk. And uh, that's before I even paid the band. But my my process is to break even. If yeah. I can break even, then I'm happy. Right. Because I know the talent of what we have will, you know, eventually you know, uh, get bigger and better.
0: Now, what's the biggest issue that you have to deal with when it comes to working with restaurants?
1: Service. 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 Uh, Not enough waiters. Poor service. Food's not good. You know, things like that. That's an instant. That's something else that a promoter has to deal with.
0: So since uh, Brincor's name is tied to this, uh, I guess it becomes a brain core issue.
1: I've had people say, man, I, you know, I'll support you, but I'll never come back here again. Wow. Yeah, wow. a lot of wow. times. You know, man, I have money to spend. I'm not going to name any uh, uh, no, venues. No we, we, no, we don't do that. Right, right. right. Don't do but uh, one venue, uh, a person that one of my, probably one of my sponsors has uh, came to this venue and we were doing a brunch and never was served water or anything. No one came to a table. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, whoa, whoa. So, whoa. that that wasn't yeah, good.
0: No, that's not good. Man. That's 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 one of those things, man. And how do how do you as a
1: promoter uh, uh address an issue like that? Well, a lot of times what I do is if your experience is so bad, you know, I'll comp you tickets to another uh show, a better show. Yeah. Or uh sometimes even refund your money back. Uh, I've done that plenty times because, again, my name and my, my uh, you know, my brand is more important than that other entity that's right. having problems.
0: Right, 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 right,
1: right. I get that,
0: man. Um, switching gears, when did you get an aha moment promoting tribute shows?
1: Well, you know, shout out to all the, the great people Musicians and vocalists in the DMV area. I, I think we're a hotbed. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We're yes, a hotbed. Yes, I we mean, are. we, 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 I mean, I know you got Philly. I know you got these other things, but we are a hotbed. And um, my aha moment was, uh, you know, I mean, any one of the tributes from Phyllis Hyman to Shane uh, to uh, Motown and seeing... The, the the unit just do what they do uh, to the Rick James to the funk show that we do, um, just seeing it and and watching people like uh, Greg Cooper. Shout out to Greg Cooper. Do the James Brown. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know we have just so many talented artists. I would say everyone is an aha because I, I get to see y'all perform. You know, and that, yeah. and that you know, and seeing the reaction from the crowd. And the crowd base just makes me drive me to do even more. So, just seeing y'all, even you, Glenn, seeing you do what you do, you know, I mean, I mean, you, you like a, a, a maestro on those keyboards. So, oh, man. shout you out too, yeah. bro. Hey man, you know,
0: been doing it a long time. Yeah, you doing it well, bro.
1: <laughs> yeah, has been doing
0: it a long time, man. I mean, because you know, when I when I, I look at and and it's not just a thing here in DC it seems like it's a movement that's that's taking place now with this whole thing of and, and 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 it's quite and we we got to understand that we have lost a lot of great i mean legends that um, these people i mean they were one of a kind and to have them and to have these tribute shows now i mean it's like and, you know, of course, you know, I've been doing the Luther Vandross oh, yeah. tribute. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we did the um, uh, Tom Joyner cruise, uh, I was I, I did the um, uh, Barry White tribute. And this guy, he actually came out. He was a big dude. Big dude. Came out with the that processed hair. He, he even had, like, uh, uh, the straight beard that when he put it on, he looked just like Barry White. I mean, if he walked in the room and even talked like Barry. That, you know, it's like, wow, man, this is almost like Barry Whiting re- incarnated. Right. right. Man, but, it, and, 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 you know, and the same thing with like Robert Woodlaw. Looks like Luther, sounds like Luther. That's seeing a lot of success. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that people realize, man, that these, these folks aren't coming back.
1: Exactly, exactly. Shout out to Smooth Warlord. He was one of the first tributes. Him and Dejuno. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, we kicked off.
0: Oh, so, okay. Uh,
1: at the Crystal Gateway Marriott. Yeah. And uh, I told I told him I said, man, you really, really have something special. And uh, you know, I definitely want to shout out to Dejuno. You know, I know you had him on the, yeah, on yeah. the cast too. Um, he's like my my main person that a lot of people don't even know. That's like my big brother who kicks yeah, me in the tail yeah, yeah. and tells me all the time, man, you know, you got to keep grinding. You can't worry about the negativity that's out there. So
0: you, you, you have to grind. Yeah, you have yeah. to grind. You have to grind. And speaking on the negativity that's out there, uh, how do you deal with that? And, and um, because there are people who have said negative things about what you are doing and what you've accomplished.
1: Yeah, well, well, the thing about it, you know, like anything else, people get jealous and, you know, envy and things like that. Um, but I think people don't, they don't know my grind. They don't know where I came from. They don't know how much money I've lost. They don't know, how, you know, what the issues that I have, you know, sacrifice from a family standpoint, you know. Um, I, and, and believe it or not, everyone sees like, you know, he making all this money that I invest in my business, just like any other business. person. You know, that picture that, that you have on your Facebook page comes from my photographer, who I paid three to four hundred dollars to come out and shoot. You right. see? Right. But but now it's on your Facebook page is your main page while you promote, you know, your 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 own show. Right. Right. So the negativity and the haters that are out there, it's it's it's. Um, It's mind boggling. I mean, really, to me, it's it's mind boggling because I'm a good dude, you know, and a lot of people that have started with me are now hating on me. And it's okay, you know, because, you know, like I said, it's just it's business.
0: Well, you know, I had Earl Carter on and uh, we had the same conversation about how sometimes people don't get it until they are in the same situation that you're in. And then once they see they're in the same situation and they have to put out the same amount of energy, the same amount of sacrifices, and when I'm talking about sacrifices, I'm talking about sacrifices from your from your family and from financial sacrifices, then all of a sudden they walk away and they say, I get it. I get it. Hey, man, you have done, for what you've done, it's success you've seen, is a re, is a result of the hard work that you have put in, and and I applaud you for that.
1: Right. Well, well, I, I always look at it. I want to be treated the way I treat you. You know, right. um, classic example, um, uh, our event we had the other day. I was standing out in the ninety degree weather, you know, <laughs> flagging <laughs> the people in with the security guards at the base because they didn't handle the business and vet us in which I sent the information in two weeks ago but I get there and then all of a sudden you know we don't have you on the list so I have <laughs> to stay in 90 degree weather telling right. everybody come on in you know right. and things like that you know people who hate um, it's it's okay you know they see they see the progression and I even had people say well if it wasn't for us you know, he wouldn't be where he was, and this dude this is right up playing for me. I'm like, wow, wow okay, wow, well, wow. well, I heard it through the grapevine, which is fine, but I just look at you from a different aspect of right. life, right. you know, right? And, and sometimes you have to shut hate down, and and again, as long as I'm comfortable, and I feel as though that 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 I'm fine, you know, that's all that matters. Because yeah. at the end of the night, you never got a balance check from me. No, I can honestly say that, okay. man. I've never you get paid no on time. That's right. I don't ever come out. You never say, "Well, smooth, short me money." That that's not going to happen. Right, right. I've never had a, I've never <laughs> had that happen, brother. And
0: thank you for that. <laughs> I know, I know that's right.
1: I know that's right. <laughs> but uh, but see, I I'd rather do that, Glenn. And, and a lot of times, money is short on my end. Mm-hmm. But I go right to my bank and pay you. Right. You know, because right. again, I hired you out. I hide you. Right.
0: Um, we're going to go back to like the success of tribute shows. And um, what do you think is the contributing factor to these, to to, this, to the success of these shows? Not just your shows, but just,
1: just. Well, I think, like you said earlier, these artists are going on, you know, and, and they're leaving us and they're leaving us with this great music. One of these why I call mine a tribute to the music of that's my brand. That's how I believe of this person, of that person, and stuff like that. So a lot of people are are uh, are doing it, and I see that you say, "Are you worried about oversaturation?" No, I'm not, because I know I have the best of the best. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> see, I mean, I know that I know that my musicians, I know that my vocalists are the best of the best. I know that my production is the best of the best. Not only am I paying a band, I'm now I'm paying production. Our Motown has 17 people that I have to pay that day. Wow! Right, wow, wow. So that's where yeah, we are. Yeah. So when I walk in the door, I promote an event. I'm telling you, hey, I have a big production. So outside of the musicians, uh, what are some
0: of the other job functions that you have that helps make this machine work?
1: I, I have I have a, a social media personnel that helps me with that. I do my own, but I also hired a social media person. Also have a, a, a designer, a graphics designer. Where you see those great flyers that come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also have um, you know Cynthia. Shout out to Cynthia Herring. She's uh, provides you all with the water, the food, all those mm-hmm. things. Uh, now uh, I got to cut you off.
0: She's a godsend, everyone. I'm telling you, she's an absolute godsend because she comes in and she brings us food, brings us water. Brings us cookies. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of everything. <laughs> everything little, you bit, little little bit of everything. Yeah. And it's never been any kind of complaint or it's never been a thing when she walks in feeling like, Oh Lord, I don't feel like doing this. Right. She 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 this is her passion.
1: Her passion. Right. This is her passion. And I definitely wanna yes. shout her out, hopefully she hears this podcast. But uh again, that's something else. The sound engineers that I have, you know, um, Mm -hmm. shout out Andrew and Dean and those guys, two of the best in the city. Never had to worry about them not being there and things on that line. Yeah. Um, Constantly, you know, there for me. Um, And then, um, you know, the, the venues, you know, some of the venues are great venues, so. Uh, you have, to have to pay them, so like, oh, people yeah, don't man. see that. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah, get their percentage oh, and yeah, things yeah, along yeah. that line. It doesn't come free, <laughs> no, no. So, I mean, again, you know, it's it's a lot of the things that, uh, I just hired, uh, even down to a, a young lady that's running my my graphics doing the wow. show. Yeah, you know, so we yeah. have the screens, so she's she's on point with that because you know it, the production is getting bigger, so I yeah. have to take in consideration. You know, people are visual. They, they want to see it. And, you know, when you're in this game so long, I have to have the best of the best. Well,
0: yes. And not only that, man. I mean, you can't go out here and try to do all this stuff by, by yourself.
1: I tried. It. I tried to <laughs> And I told my wife. I was like, no, nah, I can't do this. So every little bit of dollars I invest, again, that's part of the investment back into the production. Right. see we're not just a tribute band just playing you know this book we come in as a production
0: yeah 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 so, yeah yeah no, I mean I, I see that I see yeah, that yeah. and in you know um, I, I, I the thing that I like is that you know it's not just that a person comes up to you and says you know man uh you know, I, I I can do that for you man it's like you no know, is this your passion? Right. Cause I need people that are passionate about what they're doing. Exactly. I don't need somebody to just come up and say, "Man, you know, you know, we boys, man, let let let, let, me, let me do your graphics oh, I, for I, you." I, I,
1: I, I've been there. I've been there. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Been that. I've been there and I've done that. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, family members and things like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. They get you to a certain point, yeah. which is which is great. But then you got to realize that it's professional now. Yeah. So yeah. that's the difference between a Motown that we do and another Motown that's out there you know, investing in the the jackets, you know, I probably over the past year spent almost $4,000 in wardrobe wow, wow, wow those jackets and stuff, so but, for us to go to the next level we have to have those
0: so, um what
1: is the next level? don't know, Glenn (laughs) don't know, um (laughs) what the next level is you know because you have to be very careful with the tributes because you know you, you still have a lot of folks still touring a lot of older yeah, folks yeah yeah who don't have a lot of gigs right so you might get that little level say hey you know what but my next level is still it's just putting smiles on people's faces okay you know if it, yeah. if it, if, it, if it comes to the way that we become so big and so big but i'm going to have control over this production I'm not going to have The egos And those types of people And you know You're going to have a Bad management Or I'm not going to go To New York For $1,500 And get on the bus And come right back Now we're going to come And you're going to treat us With the respect Of the national artist I believe we have A national artist production I believe so too Yeah I yeah. believe so. So, yeah. so so getting there I will invest now So that we can end up making that uh, National money and yeah. it's out there. Yeah. It's out there. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot of agency bands that are making a whole lot of money doing this. Uh-huh. And, yes uh, indeed. Yes and indeed. and and. But I still want control over what we do. You know, I don't want them to say, a cookie cutter, this is what I want you to play. So therefore, I haven't signed on with the agency yet. But the right agency just takes us. Hey, you know, they're going to have to take us. <laughs> I
0: hope you've enjoyed my conversation with Robert Smooth of Brincore Entertainment. For more information on Brincore, go to www.brincore.com. That's www.b-r-e-n-c-o-r-e.com. And if you've enjoyed the music that's been played in the background, it comes from the jazz group Phase 2, live in Anaheim. For more information, go to www.phase2jazz.com. That's number 2 jazzcom And for information on the Musicians Real Talk podcast, go to www.glenDouglasMusic.com. Remember, music is God's gift to the world. It is not your invention. Musicians Real Talk. It's real talk. It's real good. Thank you.